Hi, this is Eric with Talking Crafts by Headway Art Collective. Hey everybody, this is Eric with Talking Crafts by Headway Art Collective. Today I'm in Wellcrafted Beer Company in Lansdale, PA with Rick Solomon, head brewer and owner. Rick, thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. So, you know, this is my first time doing a, a, an interview with a brewer. Um, let's start off with quarantine. How'd that work out? <laughs> oh man, what a what a story. <laughs> this one we'll be telling for the ages, like everyone. But now we've um, we're really just trying to keep up with it, change our business plan. Um, you know, overnight we we literally turned our, our business on its head and, and went to a delivery and curbside pickup model. And ever since, it seems like every couple of weeks, we're just trying to reinvent ourselves. Yeah. Um, Essentially, you're reinventing your whole business plan on a weekly basis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, when we technically turned green, we were in the process of opening a beer garden, uh, which we have just across the street from uh, Wellcrafted Tasting Room. Um, so that's been good. It's a nice outdoor space with lots of seating, lots of social distancing. Um, you know, it's it's warm out there, but we got umbrellas, and um, so it's uh, you know. I will be honest. I've been I've been there a few times already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, um, and then as of you know, two weeks ago, we opened up inside. We rolled back a little bit last week with the uh, the latest restrictions with the the case numbers going up. So um, you know, that's all all in good data though so you know i'm all for the you know supporting that data it makes sense you know as as we still cope with covid um things are going to be in flux until yeah. there's a vaccine out there so um so until there's a you know a new new normal or you know whenever we get back to that we're kind of living in this uh the world of adapting adapting yeah, yeah. so being a head brewer what do you do to stay on top of trends in the industry? Yeah, you know, trends are, are funny, right? So, you know, trends are exactly what they are. You know, the definition of a trend, it's something that's, you know, not going to be around forever, right? It's, right. it's, it's, it's here for who knows how long, a day, a week, two years. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, there's certain trends that have popped up in the industry the last couple of years. Um, you know, and I wouldn't call them trends at this point. So take like New England style IPAs or something like that. Like I don't see that going anywhere. And there's a lot of naysayers at the beginning. We're like, oh, this is just a fad, um, you know. And then brewed IPAs came out, and that was a trend. Right. Um, you know, there's there's something that you know is not as satisfying about them. And I would agree. Uh, we made one. Um, you know, we didn't make a lot of them, but um, I think you know we. I don't know if we're the trendsetter necessarily to date, um, but I think you know we understand where our mar the market is going, and we understand where people want, um, and we will go in that direction, but in our own way. Okay. So I, I like to so like for example, like sour sour beer has come on fairly strong over the last couple of years. Um, but sour sweet beer with the addition of lactose has come on even stronger in that segment, right? 
So we have a series we call, those are bonitos, and then we have a, a pie series of the bombadils um, with different fruits for either. Uh, the bombadils have more of a pie flavor, uh, trade secrets there, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, so I, li I and I enjoy them, um, but I, I try to make that finished beer at least more beer than dessert, okay. I guess. So there's a, there's a line for me as a brewer that I would like a beer to still taste like a beer at the end of the day rather than just fruit yeah, right. or something, uh, just very sweet. So, um, and to each their own, you know, uh, there's, you know, there's lots of, lots of breweries doing lots of different things. And, um, but you know, it's going back to like New England IPAs, like that's not going anywhere. Right. They're delicious. Um, they're, you know, they're a challenging beer because they're, they, you need to drink them uber fresh to really get the, the nuance out of them or else they kind of go, you know, not stale, but kind of, you know, to the wayside pretty quickly. Okay. Um, but no, yeah, so, you know, trend-wise, you know, I, I want to call us a trendy brewery, uh, but we just try to make what we like. Right. And uh, we we try to make a, a variety of beer that's approachable to everyone. Well, you try to appeal to the mass. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I want people. You know, back when this was a, a you know full operating tasting room. You know, I felt like anyone could come in here and get something that they like. Right. So whether it's a a Kolsch, nice and clean, or an IPA, double IPA, a stout, a saison, a sour. There's try to keep the, the the menu itself pretty diverse um, and with 20 taps we're able to do that sure so that's how I discovered well-crafted I was at um, boardroom spirits um, and they had midnight love there mm. in cans yeah and I, I think I drank all of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I think the following day I was over here yeah and I was like, can I have some more of that please yeah yeah nice <laughs> so kind of leads me to this you know, Wellcrafted has such a great selection of beers, yeah. um, and you keep expanding. But as a brewer, which one of those beers uh, is your like? Do you look forward to brewing? Like, what's what's your favorite beer to brew? I mean, I just love brewing in general, but um, I don't necessarily have a favorite child. <laughs> uh, same thing I tell my kids, but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I kid with some of the, the, the folks around here sometimes that we're a Saison brewery, because uh, I, I just have a, I really do love Saisons. Um, you have to make them interesting enough uh, for people to buy them, um, I've, I've found at least in this area. Um, but in general, I would say, I don't know, back to IPAs, they're a challenge and they're fun to brew. It's a longer brew day, but they're fun. Mm -hmm. um, but I also enjoy the challenge of making it just a good pilsner mm -hmm. um there's nothing to hide in the pilsner you have nothing to hide behind so any flaw is going to come out so the the more technical you are and the, the, the best way you can execute you know uh, your brew day for a pilsner is just um just makes you a better brewer i think um, okay. doing something that has nothing to hide nice so, yeah. well I, I i've had a lot here <laughs> and, uh, I, I think I'm along your lines where I don't really have a favorite. Yeah. I have a, I have a couple go-tos, but mm. um, with that being said, what's 
one thing uh, you wish you had known uh, before you began this career as a head brewer? Yeah, so, you know, I've, I would say... Because you have to admit that kind of carries some weight, that title of, you know, head brewer. Yeah, yeah, it does. I don't think of it as much of a weight uh, at this point. Um, just my job, <laughs> you know, at this point. Um, yeah, I don't know, you know, just being, you know, realistically, I'm, I'm only two years in, so... Uh, before that, you know, I had about three years as an assistant, only one day a week. Um, so I kind of jumped full in, you know, when we created this thing. And I don't know. There's, uh, I think I'm too new to even understand what I what I wish I would have known. Okay. Um, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> Learning as you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, when you're in your young career as a brewer. Are there any myths about being a brewer that you've come about or stumbled upon? <laughs> I mean, every, that you got, that you want to debunk, that you want to say, uh, hey, that's not. I mean, I, I feel like it's it's obviously. I guess all brewers would would probably agree with this, but you know, everyone thinks you you stand around and drink beer all day, um, right? <laughs> which there's a fair amount of tasting. It's part of the job. Um, it's what you sign up to do. Uh, but I mean, I always kid with, with everyone that you know, ninety percent of the job is, is janitorial work. Uh, it's cleaning. Mm-hmm. If you're not a good cleaner, um, you're not going to be a good brewer, um, in my yeah. in my opinion. Um, that's why I mean, you can come in, and you can see our brewery through our uh, our windows here, and yeah. To give everybody an clean. idea, right now we're sitting at a high top table, and if you've been to Wellcrafted, it's you know to the right of the, the stage, and you can see straight down into uh, the area yeah, um, brew house here. the yeah. brew house here and you know there's Koopal roaming around you know um, he's looking at us not knowing what the hell's going on yeah <laughs> um, but yeah so it's, it's all clean so that's, that's the biggest myth I'd, I'd say is uh, you know it's all, all fun and uh, no work but it's um, it's grinding work and uh We've got a quick beer question. Right, so yeah. <laughs> Sign language. Sign through language through glass. Yeah. <laughs> um, in an industry that's ever changing, uh, and especially in the craft beer industry, yeah. Um, what's the biggest challenge you have uh, with keeping up with those changes? Um, yeah. being, you know, in brewing beer and. and yeah, having I mean, a, it, having a craft beer brewery, I should say. Yeah, it, it goes kind of back to that the whole trend question, you know, like it's it's around you know trends that come and go, um, and you know you you want to appease what people want for sure. I mean, we're in a business, right? Like, I'd be foolish if I didn't, you know, wasn't saying I was trying to run a business, right? But um, so you want to you want to make beer that's marketable, and um, while also staying true to what you believe is is good beer right um you know luck, luckily i guess i really appreciate pretty much every style of beer that's out there um to some extent and uh, there's really few that i dislike at all i don't even know if i could pick one that i would truly dislike um because i think they all have their place and there's room for more so okay um yeah, no, I, I, it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's a fun industry to be in in that regard. It's it's ever changing. I think 
you know, in our first year of being open, I think it was something like, we made over a hundred unique beers in one year. Like, it was just like this, like, blast of like, I want to make everything and everything, right. you know? And, and, and now we've kind of scaled not back a little gone bit. back, but like, you know, when people ask for Midnight Love or, you know, uh, Orange Color Sky or, you know, all these beers that we've now made a couple times, Blonde Americano, God, I can't run out of Blonde Americano or else, you know. That's true. They start picketing. Um, and, which is a good thing. I mean, that, that's great. Um, but, um, you know, so there's, there's some that we've, we've, revisit it more often than others and then I get to still get a chance to be creative and, and make things we just did um, Reflections of the Dream which is a sour milkshake IPA a lot going on in that beer tangerine milkshake IPA all, you know, like all kinds of stuff going yeah, that on that sounds there. amazing already yeah yeah, it was, it, and it's delicious and it's a little desserty, but like it's totally drinkable so like just being true to like beer like it's still very you know you can sit down and drink a pint of it it's not you know, you know, gag on four ounces of yeah. it. <laughs> so how do you, how does the brewery and the staff here, they have an individual walk in that doesn't know what he's walking into. Yeah. And walks up and says, I, I, give me something close to a, a Bud or a Miller Lite or a Yingling. Yeah. You know, yeah. how do you face that? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, and we got And pair something with them. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's why we, you know, going back to, like, having something for everyone, because that, that person, that's, that person is being sold a Kolsch, or if we have it on, a business casual, which is our, our Pilsner. Another good one. Um, thank you. Um, we actually have a, a new version of the Biz Cash coming out that's dry hopped, um, which I think you, you're going to really like. Uh, we're canning it next week, actually. Um, so just to do an, a slight change on it, um, Oso is a, uh, a petite session saison. So even, you know, something light like that for that, that beer drinker, um, which is why I always want a couple of those light offerings. Not only because, I, I mean, I want to drink them too. Sure. So, um, so yeah, just, um, and our staff knows they're, they're awesome. Our bartenders are, are great. Our servers are great. We're trying to get them trained up all the time, um, you know, get them make sure they understand the product and can, can sell what we have. Sure, so, yeah. sure. Are there, throughout your career, or, or you know, we, we had once discussed, you know, how you started home brewing and um, how Stone uh, influenced you in a way to become a brewer. Yeah. Um, throughout the years of being a home brewer and then um, doing your apprenticeship, if you will, mm-hmm. um, are there any characters or stories that you have that kind of molded you as a brewer yeah um yeah or I mean, even or even impacted we, your life yeah i mean we 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 live i mean the the industry of, of brewing is absolutely chock full of characters as you can imagine i mean just characters i mean i've got quite a few um it's a you know it's a fun industry like that it is just open-armed and just people are, are great. Um, just very welcoming industry that, unlike any other, really. Um, you know, we had a uh, an issue in the in the tasting room last year, just after our first anniversary, where we had a uh, a tenant that um, was above us that had a, a leak, and we we were out of business for a couple of weeks. And I remember um, that, yes. Yeah, and I mean the the support we got locally was just phenomenal. Just you know. It, it's been a year and I still remember it like yesterday just 
not only the event, but the uh, just the outreach of everyone was just no one in their industry would do that. Right. Um, you, I remember that because you guys had uh, you know taps at, at different breweries. Yeah. Uh, well across, I'd say Montgomery County. I, I mean, um, we were down in Philly. We were in right. Chester. We were everywhere, everywhere. Everyone was like, "Yeah, we'll help. We'll help." Right. It was. It was amazing. Yeah, it was quite. I mean, and I remember the event was quite impactful yeah. for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like you just said, the the, the outreach and the support. Um, I think it shows you exactly what that the industry is. Right. And uh, but back to your your you know the the, the character question. Um, I would actually, it, there was one character in, in college, so he was a professor um, that I'm still uh, keep in touch with today. But um, in my major, I had the choice, a couple of electives. So there's actually yeah, a couple of stories I could tell there, but um, one that sticks out is um, I had a, a professor that talk, told, or, uh, taught a food preservation uh, course, and he was a home brewer himself. And as part of uh, one of the, the classes, we took a field trip to his house to, uh, to do a step in one of the homebrew batches that he had. I think we were bottling that day or something. Um, and so that was like my first glimpse at brewing and like actual brewing, yeah, like homebrewing, but sure. you know, brewing in general. Um, and so yeah, Fritz, uh, Fritz Jambrock, who, who now is in uh, San Jose, teaches out of San Jose State now, but uh, just an incredible man. Um, and a great teacher, but um, then also my uh, so give a shout out to Scott Morrison, who um, the the dude of brewing. He's been in the industry. I won't age you, Scott, but if you even listen to this, but uh, I'll say twenty-ish years. And uh, so he's been he's been in the industry for a long time, and he was the one that hired me as the apprentice coming out of the American Brewers Guild. Um, so I worked with Scott for a couple of years at Barron Hill. And I mean, he he's been to a bunch of worked at a bunch of different local places, and he he knows brewing inside and out, and um, really well respected in the industry. And I was lucky to have him as a yeah. as a mentor um, and as a teacher. So um, just that one individual that'll stick out. Forever. Yeah, forever. And then we're still close. Um, yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Um, so yeah, he, he really got me started in the right direction. So I'm really lucky that yeah. um, I was able to work with him. So yeah. What do you think the challenges are now uh, with the pandemic for the, not even the, well, for the local craft brewers here to Lansdale, North Wales, uh, Hatfield, Harleysville, but just in general, the craft beer industry, what, what do you think the challenges are gonna be um, from here on out? Yeah, I think, you know, going back to the beginning of our, our conversation, it's just ever-changing. Um, you know, I, I think everyone's struggling to an extent. You know, you, you can't be, not be, can't not be. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, you just really try to, um, to figure it out. I mean, you were sitting in front of pallets of cans yeah. that weren't weren't here a couple months ago. Um you know, so we're, you know, we're changing gears and doing a lot more canning. Um, you know, that's, it's a much more consumer friendly package, you know, than people coming in and getting crowlers or growlers. Um, you know, it's what I would prefer to as a consumer. So it, you know, it makes sense. 
but um, you know, I think we just everyone just keeps on plugging away as best we can. Right. And um, you know, knowing that you know we might have another year of this, but try to make do. Try to make do. Yeah. Just 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 keep going. Just keep growing. Yeah. 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 We haven't slowed down. That's you know, it's funny. The, well, uh, I, I had a stint here. Yeah. 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 And uh, I was amazed yeah. at the volume. Yeah. Uh, that went out of here. Right. During yeah. that. Um, and even the procedures you guys had just delivering the beer uh, yeah. to keep everybody safe. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. We've was, been very, very stringent on. Oh, on absolutely. All the, I mean, yeah. it was spot yeah. on. Um, but I, you know, I would drive around and be amazed at locations I was going to. Yeah. Thinking, how. <laughs> You're all the way over here. Yeah, yeah, we opened up our delivery uh, radius, yeah. <laughs> but it gives you an idea, um, and it must feel good as an owner, um, that you've you've got that reach now. Yeah, no, I mean, it's great. You know, you're yeah. not um, confined to yeah. the 10-mile radius or 5-mile right. radius to yeah. Lansdale, that you're... You know, you know, yeah. you're going out 15, 20 miles almost now. Right, right. You know. And it's um, um, it's one of those things, you know, as, as a new business, because we're still a new business, right? We're only, we're almost at two years here. Um, and, you know, it takes time to, to get that name out in a very crowded market. Um, there's lots, there's lots, lots of players, question. right? There's sure. lots of players out there, um, which is great. It's great to see. The variety is great. The, the camaraderie locally is great. It's you know it's it, it's a fun time to be a brewer. Um, so yeah, we're we're yeah, happy now, with it. How do you feel about the constant influx of new breweries popping up? Because it seems sometimes feel like there's one a month. Like yeah yeah yeah. New brewery. Sometimes I'm surprised someone will be like, hey, have you had this or that? I'm like, I haven't even heard of that. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> tell me who what. Um, you know, but I just I I barely have time to uh, you know do much anyway so um not terribly surprised that i don't know sometimes but um but no i mean it's you know more the merrier um you know the the trend has been and i think will continue still to be more local Mm -hmm. um you get a fresher better product um there's still room you know i mean people have talked about the craft beer bubble for 10 years now um i don't know i yeah if, if i knew i'd it does. It yeah. seems like, and to go along with what you're just saying, the more the merrier. Yeah. Um, it almost seems like that bubble's never going to pop. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's still room. They, from a data perspective, from what I see as as, as good data, there's there's room. There's yeah. still room. Um, is it getting more full? Sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't know where that that bubble is. Yeah. Or where it stops. So. No, I think, you know, I don't know, you just keep on, keep on, keep on off. Yeah. 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 Stay your course and yeah. do your thing, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Have fun, do our thing, and uh, hope people like it. So, as we start to wind down here, I, I kind of like to incorporate some fun questions. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. you know, I actually, you know, we both had to think for a few minutes now on different things. Yeah. Um, What's one food you wish didn't exist? <laughs> like, like my beer uh, selection, I, I really do like most most foods, uh, most all foods. I'm not a picky eater at all. Um, I would say, 
I, I, my wife already knows, so. Um, but tofu, I could, I could take it or leave it. Um, it. It's good as a good protein supplement, mm -hmm. um, but I've never had a tofu where I've been like, I couldn't live without this. Um. <laughs> yeah. There might be a lot of agreement with that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to pick that. <laughs> That's funny. Lastly, uh, and I said this in my very first podcast, and I think I'm going to keep the trend going. Yeah. Um, last two questions, I should say. If you yeah. could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Oh, man. I think, I mean, given the times, I'd, I'd probably have to say, put on your mask in public, you wanker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's pretty well known why. <laughs> pretty yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And lastly, um, you'll probably remember the old show inside the actor studio, uh, way back when. Uh -huh. no? oh. Well, I'm, I'm going to end this podcast now. <laughs> well, there was an old show, and he did interviews with celebrities and things like that. Yeah. But he ended the show with. A question I always thought was hilarious. Yeah. And it was, what's your favorite curse word? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, it's a literal minefield back there some days. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard anything when I was here, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must be soundproof. It's, it's, it's the S, the glass, soundproof glass. Uh, <laughs> so I don't hear people uh, yelling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Probably the F-bomb gets more used than, uh, than most... I think mostly because it's so versatile. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's you can use it to support another subjective uh, curse word. Sure, sure. <laughs> you, you can use it as an adjective. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a verb. I mean, it's it's got everything. It's everything. It's, yeah. So I think it's a it's a hands down winner. <laughs> my the first one I did of these, I interviewed my buddy Greg, who works for a distributor, and. Uh, he just belted it out right on, yeah. on this, and he said, you know, that's it. That's, that's yeah, the go-to. Yeah, that's the one. That's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the rating was. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, push it, I'll push the limits a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on a side note, you know, um, I, I wanted to thank you and the staff uh, and, and the other partners in WellCrafted for being a continual supporter of the local artists here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You Absolutely. guys have hosted... You know, Headway Art Collective and its artists. You know, yeah, we miss multiple it. times, yeah. uh, and we always have a blast coming here. We love coming here. Cool. Um, it, it always just seems like a great time and turnout when we're here. So, yeah. you know, on behalf of all of us at the collective, you know, thanks for being a continued support. You know, so as I sit here and I'm looking at yeah. Steve Capaldi's artwork on yeah, here on the, on the wall, all these people can't appreciate it. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, thank you, Rick, for joining me. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. And if you're in Lansdale, be sure to pop over to Wellcrafted Beer Company, 310 Madison Street. Tasting room is open, 25% capacity. Uh, and the beer garden is open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So be sure to check it out. Come over and enjoy some delicious beer that Rick and Krupal work so hard in the back for. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Rick, for sitting down with me today. For more information on Wellcrafted Beer Company, like, follow, subscribe, 
on Facebook at Wellcrafted Beer Company, Instagram, Wellcrafted Beer, Untapped Wellcrafted Beer Company. Thanks for tuning in today. And remember, support local, buy local.